Hey everyone, today we're going to look at four verses out of Proverbs chapter 13. That's verses 18 through 21. Let me read them and then we'll try to uh, gain some insights. Uh, beginning with verse 18, poverty and disgrace come to him who ignores instruction, but whoever heeds reproof is honored. A desire fulfilled is sweet to the soul, but to turn away from evil is an abomination to fools. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Disaster pursues sinners, but the righteous are rewarded with good. So yeah, there's a lot going on here, but I think if um, if I like pair some of these things up into some kind of a paraphrase, uh, it might be helpful, okay? And I'm using some of the same uh, terminology that is used in these verses. Disgrace comes to who? Uh, the suffering of harm and poverty fall upon who? And finally, uh, ultimate disaster. I mean, it makes its way to who? It's to those who are companions with fools, those who they ignore reproof, those who refuse instruction. You know, a bad ending comes to all who do not turn away from evil. <laughs> and then, who will be rewarded with good? What, is, what does the passage teach us? It's going to be the righteous, those who, who love fellowship with the wise, uh, those who heed reproof, they listen to instruction, they will find sweetness in their soul. The desire of their heart will be fulfilled. Uh, verse 19, that's a focal verse, I think, to me. It says, to turn away from evil is an abomination to fools. That's interesting, I think. It implies or stands to reason then that for one to turn toward evil would be an abomination to the righteous. It's an abomination for the wise and the Lord to walk in solidarity with fools, right? That, that's just unthinkable. And in contrast to, to the fact that turning from evil is repulsive to a foolish person, verse 19 also says that a desire fulfilled is sweet to the soul. So if the desire of fools is running toward what they treasure most, which is sin, then what is the desire of those who are wise in the Lord? What's going to sweeten their heart? Um, I've been thinking about what might be some like top desires of the world today. And, uh, and we might all share some of these, these hopes but in different contexts, I think. A couple of topics are, are making the top headlines lately. And many fear sickness and death from COVID-19. Their desire is that it would be eradicated, completely gone. They want things to go back to how it used to be. Newsflash reminder, the world was broken before the coronavirus, wasn't it? I mean, so much of the globe... It, and for so long, it's faced sickness and disease and starvation and early death. And we've been so blessed in the United States that sometimes we're blind to the brokenness. 
And so we all want to fix that. We want things to go back to being better than they were. And we work toward minimizing pain and suffering in our own country. And, uh, and, and some do so globally. I mean, we have a heart for that. We want coronavirus to be gone globally. And, and that's a good thing, right? That's one of our calls, even as believers, and should go hand in hand with, with sharing the good news of Christ. But the thing is, in this world, which God broke because of our sin, um, I think to point us to Him as our healer, we all get sick in this broken world. We all die in relation to COVID-19 or, or any other suffering. I think we all face a choice as to to what is the rock bottom uh, root desire that we hope in in relation to physical pain and, and suffering and even death because I think we all put our hope in something otherwise we couldn't go on and there's always going to be another virus and a ton of physical dangers we're going to face and we'll do all we can to push against those things but all this brokenness, it should prod us to find our rest in Christ. And as we deal with the brokenness in the world, we share this hope. Now, the coronavirus, of course, is not the only headline of the day. I mean, and COVID-19 didn't cause the other headline, even prejudice and racism, even the hate and destruction that comes from those who are responding to racism. No, COVID-19 didn't cause that. That's a matter of the heart. And we read in our passage how when a desire is fulfilled, it's sweet to the soul. I think it was talking about a righteous person. So what's the desire of the world? What would make them happy? For one, I think they would at least say that they desire justice, not considering justice for their own sin against God or, or man. But the truth is, there is unfairness in the world. There's corruption, there's hate, and yet believers, again, are still called to stand for justice as we share how Jesus is our only hope. Isaiah 1.17 affirms this. I mean, it says, learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, plead the widow's cause, I think we get the idea of how that ultimately fulfilling our desire for justice does not come through sharing hate, but sharing love. And that's what that passage was about. And as we go and do these things, we point others to the one who can cure the root of the problem. He is the one who changes people's hearts. And, and so we go and we share how God loved us enough to send his only son, Jesus. He is the way maker, right? He is the one who changes these passions in our heart that are filled with racism and, and prejudice. And he changes those into kindness and goodwill and equality. And he's also the one who changes hearts that are full of hate towards the racist into affections of love. He's the way maker. And still man's laws are the best thing that man can do uh, physically to 
regulate actions of the wicked. It's not perfect, but we see it working on some level globally. Still, laws don't regulate the hearts of men. The intensity, the zeal for wickedness that we all are seated with, this transformation only happens through the way maker, the life changer, Jesus who has paid the wages of our sin. And he gives his righteousness to all who find the desire of their heart in him as the greatest treasure in the universe. So through him, where once there was unrest, now there's peace, where once there was hate and now there's love. And as he was raised up, one day God's going to raise us up who believe, who hope in him, who delight in him. He's going to raise us up uncorrupted by sin with no sickness, no brokenness, no COVID-19, no orphans, no slaves to men, no slaves to sin any longer. So what's the desire of your heart? Is it peace, rest for everyone to love one another? I think that's the desire of many people. If so, the question is, who is your way maker, your life changer? Are you going to tackle this problem through a heart of hate? That's not going to work. Who's your desire filler? Who's your rest giver? Who is the one who is sweet to your soul? Who do you trust in? Who do you find your hope in? So I'll close with Isaiah 53, 4 through 6. Speaking of Jesus, hundreds of years before he came, here's what it says. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted, but he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Father God, thank you, Lord, that you are the only cure for a broken world, the true, lasting cure only comes through people's hearts being changed one at a time, Lord. Help us to be about your mission, Lord, and to go and joy and share the good news of Jesus Christ. In his name we pray, amen.